My name is Dr. Jeffrey Burke. I'm a naturopath and a master herbalist and the host of the Staying Healthy radio show. My show airs Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. I bring you the best guests in the industry and the topics that are relevant for today's health. The shows stream live at 8 a.m. And for those of you that cannot listen live, my shows are now podcast daily for on-demand downloads at my webpage, drjeffreyburke.com. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer, now in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They're located at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Smith Shopping Center. Go in and see what a local retailer can do for you. Great selection, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products, and amazing prices. The hours of the store are Monday through Friday 9 to 7, Saturdays 9 to 6, and closed on Sunday. I'm looking forward to talking with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Hello and welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. I thank you all for tuning in every day to hear updates in the health and nutrition field, hear from our industry leaders, not only from the people that are out there educating that are so incredibly awesome, but also from formulators and uh, company founders uh, and research scientists so that we're able to get the information we need to make those wonderful decisions about our health. Sometimes a little bit of information can really make the difference to being successful and not being successful on your healthy journey. Because it takes a lot of time to be able to really get ready to make a change. So you would think that with a little bit more effort on our side, we could meet amazing people, ask questions, and then tune in and zone in, if you will, on the best way and protocols for us to achieve these wonderful goals that are either things we want or definitely some health things that we need to be focusing on. Every day on the show, Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 in the morning, I bring you these amazing guests, and we always have relevant topics that are applicable to us for today's world, and that's an amazing thing. I send you to Stay Healthy Health Food Store to continue your journey. Stay Healthy is Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. Just celebrated another anniversary. Um, they're amazing at what they do. They're not only doing it really, really well and consistently, but they're also making sure that they're up to date and always evolving with the relevancy of the industry. They've always carried the best products from the companies that do it right. They always reach out to these unique groundbreaking companies that are making such a huge difference in the world because they know that their products are not only of the highest quality using the best products, including all the best raw products, but also having a transparency in their amazing, you know, creative and beneficial and useful and absorbable formulations. That's what Stay Healthy is all about. Stay Healthy is a fully packed store with the best of the best products in every department with the most knowledgeable staff and the best customer service, all of it wrapped up in a full service environment. You can visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right by Smith's. Visit them Monday through Saturday 9 to 5 
and closed on Sunday. Remember, if you call the store at 877-2494-877-2494, you can set up curbside service. Well, they'll bring everything out to your car. You can arrange to have your order all put together so you can swoop in and pick it up. You can also arrange mail order services that they have available as well. Or you can come in for in-store shopping. All of it during their hours, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 5. The other thing they have available is their incredible webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. When you go there, you can print coupons to use in the store, listen to any of the radio show podcasts that are always available on demand, and you can even become part of their newsletter and information list uh, by putting your email address on there and getting those wonderful updates and newsletters every single month. All good stuff. Well, today we're going to be talking about utilizing the benefits of herbs for getting our body not only healthy, but for keeping our body healthy, and in many cases, sometimes making us stronger to the point where we may not be having to deal with some of these health problems. The interesting thing about herbs and how they've changed over the years, mostly in the mindset of the public, is that herbs were only medicine. You'd only use them if you had a problem. Well, we know now a lot better than that. And, of course, we have a lot more information that herbs are also used for everyday health, keeping us healthy, making us healthy, giving us vibrancy, giving us energy, keeping our body functioning properly, as well as helping to deal with different kinds of health conditions. Some of the best information I've had on my show on herbs over the years has been with my guests that I have on today, Carl and Joan Robinson of Cedar Bear Naturals. A background, if you have not had the distinct pleasure, uh, Carl and Joan Robinson are the founders of Cedar Bear Liquid Naturals, Liquid Herbal Manufacturing Company. Carl is a clinical and formulary herbalist with over 40 years experience as a master herbalist. His specialized schooling in herbal pharmacognosy and pharmacology with emphasis on liquid herbal preparations and formulations led him to develop his revolutionary and totally alcohol-free liquid herbal processing technology that led to the founding of Cedar Bear Naturals. He was also a lead developer of the process for making Cedar Bear's unique alcohol-free nascent iodine. Now, both technologies were first ever in the dietary supplement industry. Over the last 40 years, Carl has developed hundreds of herbal formulations, both for other companies as well as for Cedar Bear. Joan Robinson is a traditional herbalist with over 25 years' experience in researching and writing about herbs and natural health. Joan is a certified meditation and yoga instructor, a former professional actress and voice talent, and a professionally trained classical singer. Having a lifelong autoimmune condition, Joan has used Cedar Bear herbs to help keep her health in balance and has also been the Cedar Bear's mama bear from the very beginning. She focuses on organic gardening, healthful cooking, and wellness. Carl and Joan have raised their blended family of 11 children with Cedar Bear liquid herbs and have used their products for their fur kids, too. As busy, they're always busy developing the organic growing and learning programs at Cedar Bear Herb Farm, but always on top of their formulations, keeping them up to date and relevant. How cool is that? Help me welcome my guest. Hey, guys. Well, hey, how are hey. you doing? Speaking of fur kids, I got one here nuzzling me away. <laughs> She's saying, hey, you know, you were gone all night. I need my love. <laughs> it's our little uh, wonderful cat, uh, Sarah. 
Yeah, I have a, I have a, I have a herd of them as well. So uh, I'm on the road again now. So it's funny when I come home and they just give you that uh, guilt look, you know. Oh, they so do. I was packing, I was packing last night and getting the evil eye. So uh, they'll get used to it. They've just been out of the routine for a while. So, yeah. so I got I got to ask you a question. This one came in the last time, right after the show, and it says. I'm kind of amazed that people don't all gravitate toward liquid herbs because aren't liquid herbs more effective? And I got that from three different people after the last show. I'm going to let you address it. Well, a liquid herb, particularly our kind of liquid herb that's alcohol-free, is actually what one might call a pre-digested herb. We simply remove the positive beneficial components from the herbs using our King Track process, therefore it's easier on digestion, it has quicker absorption into the system, and would be actually have more targeted uh, utility. The problem with dried herbs, and I'm speaking here to full raw dried herbs that are really ground up real fine and put in capsules or uh, tableted, is that the body still has to go through the digestive process of breaking those components away from the cellulotic fiber. There's one big problem. We don't have the digestive system of horses and cows. <laughs> we don't have the enzyme called, um, oh, jeepers, it slips my mind, but it's the carbohydrate uh, digesting enzyme that digests the raw uh, the fiber of plants. We don't have that enzyme. So you only really get in, in the plant what's been powdered and put on the surface area of the plant. As far as getting deep into the plant, it doesn't happen. So as we put it, with our liquid herbs, every single drop goes to work helping your body build balance and support your health. So while we can digest certain uh, 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 carbohydrates, which amylases for, the groups of amylases, we cannot digest raw fiber. Got it. Got it. You know, and, and the thing about it is, is I, I think what people notice the most from your line is that obviously, I, you know, I always say this, they taste good and you don't have that offensive taste anymore, which is great. But I think that people notice how quickly they see a change or a difference or a feeling or something is altered, you know, so they're actually seeing something noticeable. And honestly... That's one of the best things out there because if you see change, we're motivated. We want to stay with it. Oh, absolutely. Yes, and yeah. you hit a good point there, Jeff. That, Jeffrey, that's his uh, flavor. No matter how good a product you have in today's society, people still expect it to taste good. You can mm -hmm. look at a Cedar Bear product, any of them, as being like a concentrated herbal tea because it's liquid and it goes right in your body. You know, the a lot of us were we grew up with. Um, I, my grandmother used to. She was always into natural things, and cod liver oil and castor oil and all that kind of stuff. I, I swear she would just sit there with her little lemon slices and say, "You want to go outside? You take your oils." You know, so oh, they but, were horrible. but you know, she used to say, "If it tastes good, it doesn't work." That used to be believed, oh. but we broke that barrier. So where, that glass ceiling. So where is your grandmother's uh, ancestry come from? Poland. Uh, Poland. 
Okay, yes, they were very, very... Well, as a culture, the, the Bulls were very much into natural health. And yet, the interesting thing is, they were one of the most forward nations in science, uh, medical science, uh, no less. Well, you know, the, the the thing about it that was so interesting is she had the Polish heritage, the Ukrainian heritage, the Russian heritage, and mm. she and the stubbornness was the German. And uh, so, but you know, she she was really good at what she did. She would make her own things for, for rashes and hives and bug bites and when you were sick. I mean, honey beverages. I mean, uh, she knew what she was doing, but she always would say the same thing. If you'd roll up your nose and curl up your lip, she would just say, it's okay, it's good for you, just do it. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So we, remember- we used to say to our kids, because my grandmother used to say it, you know, eat your green, because if you don't, it'll come out your nose. Well, I got to tell you... Um, I learned a lot from her, but you know, when I remember when I met you guys the first time, and of course I already had a long track history of terrible tasting herbal tinctures still on my palate and bottles hidden in the back of my cabinet in my kitchen. Um, and I tried them for the first time. I mean, I understood the technology. I understood, I, you know, I saw the, what you guys were doing and the philosophies behind it, but there was still that huge hurdle of getting over it, of actually getting it in my mouth and using it. And once I discovered how incredibly wonderful they taste, it really just, it just kind of tied everything together. And I'm thinking, and I thought to myself that day, you know, after that show, I thought to myself, I said, you know, you know, technology is changing. We can still get really good benefit and there's nothing wrong with it tasting good and using a completely different philosophy. Everything else is changing. Why not this? Absolutely. Yes, it was an epic experience introducing you to these <laughs> wonderful, wonderful things. <laughs> uh, How many years was that? That wasn't just a few short years oh, ago. Dear. Oh, my goodness. That was back in 2006, 2007. No, no, it's, it's got to be. It's I'd say 15 years. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. But you know what? How many people have we enlightened and let them know that that old time philosophy doesn't apply anymore? So, you know, it's been a wonderful journey and, and the journey is ever going because, you know, we have to continually educate, you know, and people are learning all the time. And people that might have closed their minds to herbs in the past are now opening up their minds, more education, more information, you know. So I love it. This is a people say all the time, how do you get excited about something you've been doing for 40 years? And I said, because it's not the same. It's always new. There's always something to learn. It's really quite fun and exciting. Well, as time goes on, I have to make tweaks and adjustments even to the formulas. Sometimes mm-hmm. introducing new formulas because things change. And yeah. so, you know, it, it, it's an ongoing process. And it has been that way through the eons of human existence. Well, let me ask you a question. I know we're going to talk about the liver and the kidneys today. Many philosophies that are out there is that people with liver problems, you have to be a compulsive drinker or heavy drinker, or have a lot of alcohol to have a liver problem. And a lot of people think that only people that get kidney infections uh, or urinary tract kidney infections, things like that, ever have a kidney condition. Now, obviously, those are the things that people hear about. But you could have liver problems and never touch a drop of alcohol. You could have kidney problems that could be genetic or diet-based or um, dehydration-based, many different things. 
without ever having a urinary tract infection. So I, I'd like to talk about that, if you don't mind, because I want people to know that we all need to be better to our livers and our kidneys because they have huge amounts of functions in the body. Well, Absolutely. not only that, um, the liver and the kidneys, like other systems of the body, are interconnected. They don't stand alone. The 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 liver requires the action of the kidneys and the bowels to be able to clean itself. Of course, the liver cleans through the gallbladder uh, in, in a normal situation, but it needs the assistance of the gallbladder and the kidneys to do its job. And the kidneys need the assistance of the liver to do its job so that it's able to break things down and to neutralize them into less toxic byproducts that don't tear the kidneys up. So it's a two-way street. And that's why oftentimes when I do consults, and, you know, I, I, I'm working with people and they need to maybe have a, gen, a gentle uh, liver cleanse. Uh, I will also oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes, I'll have them also do a concurrent uh, kidney cleanse and in each instance, very rapidly followed up with building herbs to rebuild the system. You know, you know, everything's connected in the body. You know that old song that the knee bone's connected to the leg bone and the thigh <laughs> bone and all that. But, you know, to make fun at that, to poke fun. But the thing is, you could have problems in your body in many different areas and it could be related to something else because it's connected to that individual organ so that was a really good point thank you excellent you know you mentioned the uh, kidney uh, genetic or other things uh, I have both the two-edged sword that hit me with um, kidney bladder issues one was a genetic condition I was born with and the other was an injury where I had a horse stomp on one of my kidneys and so it took a lot of work to get them to function correctly. And I did use cedar bear herbs to help repair and balance. I mean, it really supported. So I'm glad we're talking about this today. So let's start with let's start with the kidneys. Um, when someone is thinking about their kidney health, how do you know? that you should be focusing on kidney health. Obviously, if you know you're having a terrible diet, most people focus on things like cholesterol and blood pressure and blood sugar, and they know what to do for the immune system. But how do we know we need to start thinking about our kidneys? Well, you've got both the kidneys and the bladder. And for me, uh, when I'm looking at it, uh, how is their lower back doing? Certain kinds of pain. Um Everybody thinks if it's in the lower back, it just automatically must be sciatica. No, it's more often than not uh, the kidneys are uh, flaring up and giving some problems. Um, hot urine. Uh, when somebody tells me, you know, my urine feels so hot, the first thing I will look at and say, oh, and, and I take it that your urination also isn't uh, productive. Yeah, how'd you know? Because you're not drinking enough water. So... Uh, mm -hmm. You know, there are those kinds of indicators. Um, also, when they go and get their numbers done at a lab by, uh, that's been ordered by a doctor, one of the two, two things I look for is the sodium-potassium balance, you know. Uh, what's their sodium flushing? What's their potassium flushing? I don't want to go into details of that, but the fact of the matter is those are numbers that I'll look at, and it can tell me if there's a possible 
kidney crisis on the horizon or if it's a, a, a full-blown happening. Uh, those kinds of things. Um, how are they sleeping at night? Believe it or not, a lot of people place emphasis on the thyroid as being the cause of disrupting the sleep. But, you know, if you're having to get up more times than maybe once or twice at night, preferably just once, hopefully not even at all, to go and urinate throughout the night, that's a pretty good indicator that one of two things is happening. Either your kidneys are giving you problems or you need to make an adjustment to your to your diet because you're eating things that's stimulating the kidneys into the nighttime. And oftentimes, medications that maybe somebody has to take can also have the side effect of stimulating the kidney. So these are all considerations that I look at when looking at kidney health. Mm. You know, water's a big issue. And today, people tend to have a lot of beverages, but they're very acidy, uh, carbonated, uh, a lot of sugar, a lot of chemicals, a lot of sweeteners and preservatives, and those are the kind of beverages that they're putting in. And those are not really high, those are not hydrating. No, and they are also usually high in phosphorus, which is what adds to the acidification uh, of the system. Now, the problem with phosphorus, it plays havoc on bone density. And it also, as you said, um, overstimulates the kidneys. And mixing with uh, uh, oxalates and calcium, it can actually lead to, to uh, kidney stones, particularly if a person isn't drinking enough water to get true hydration. Now, that one I know, not because I drank soda pops, because I wasn't drinking enough water. I was on a long trip. I got hit with kidney stones. It mm. was an ouch. It, oh, my God. Incredible experience. I have done it. I've made sure I never <laughs> repeat it again. <laughs> yes. Uh, I do have somewhat of a modicum of understanding of what a woman in labor feels like. <laughs> well, they call it they call it male childbirth. You oh, bet. my when God. Passed, when I passed my kidney stone, Joan, she decides to... I, through a birth baby, you know, stone baby, stone baby shower for him. <laughs> you know, I, I have to tell you a funny story. I had only have had one kidney stone, but I was in my early twenties, and I remember I was shopping at the mall, and I went into one of the big department store bathrooms, and I remember going in, but I woke up, passed out on the floor, oh. and my doctor told me after that it must have been just huge. And um, it brought blood and everything out with it. I mean, it was just, oh. un- but I mean, I literally got up off the floor and there were actually people in there and they, what, they thought I was like some kind of a, a homeless person or something laying on the floor because no one did anything to help me. You know, oh. so I literally got up and cleaned myself up and went right to the doctor right from there. And he said, you passed a kidney stone. And that was at a time when I wasn't really doing the water. I was probably still rebelling against being told to drink water. And uh, instantly I started drinking, and I, from that point forward, I have a minimum of a gallon and a half to two gallons a day, and I've never, ever had another kidney stone. Well, my, my situation is the same thing. Uh, now, relevant to the discussion was my kidney stone when they uh, did the uh, ultrasound on it, and they found that it was five millimeters in size. That oh. was, I mean, that was huge, and they thought, well, do we want to use sonotropic therapy to break those that kidney stone up in the in the kidney? I luckily, even though the doctor on one side was a real 
institutions. But <laughs> on the other side, he was very, very cautious about anything that caused uh, surrounding cellular damage. And he said, you know what? He says, if you can tough it, let's see if we can get this thing to pass. And that's five millimeters. And so uh, we went ahead and decided to go that route. But he wanted me to take some meds, and I didn't want to. I was already taking something to keep the pain down. So we tried and used the stone breaker. Yep, we, that's when we got introduced to Chanka Piedra, mm -hmm. and that herb is, I well, we have a formula about it now. So I ordered up a bunch of it, got it made up, and I you know, took it as a concentrated tea, and the doctor uh, you know, said, oh, herbs won't help. They won't do anything for, uh, for, for kidney stones. So I had to endure this thing for a month, a total month. It was agonizing. But when it passed, I felt it going down through the urethra tubes. And when it passed, it was the most, unlike you, where you blacked out, I was a, just a total relief. And luckily, I was able to catch the stone, and it had broke up into two pieces and had this dissolved look to it compared to what was in the ultrasound. I took it in because the doctor asked for it to be taken in and analyzed because there's three kinds of stones. Mm -hmm. And so we wanted to make sure mine was the uh, simple uh, benign stone. It was, and it was broke up. And I said, Doc, I only took the Chanca Piedre, the stone breaker herb. And as you can see, it dissolved the herb and broke it up into two pieces so it could pass. And she says, no, that's just not possible. And I said, He's looking Doc, at it and says, not possible. It's, look, it's right there. The proof <laughs> is right there compared to the ultrasound. And he just says, not possible. Turned around and walked away. Wow. Uh -huh. But it worked. Of course it does. Stonebreaker is incredible. Are any of your kidney formulas for younger people? Or do they Absolutely. Or do they tend to Absolutely. be more for, for us, for myself, like the geriatric group? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the kidney and bladder formula was originally formulated for young children because they do have, tend to get kidney and, and bladder issues, mostly bladder issues. And so that's, um, it's cooling, it's soothing, it helps the tissues um, just kind of relearn how to do their thing right. Uh, it's the one I used, and with a few weeks of continuous use, I well, I stopped having major issues with that left kidney that had gone stomped on. Well, another thing is we found that a lot of children that have bedwetting problems, it's not emotional. It's not always emotional. There could be something within the kidneys where the kidneys just need some special nutrifying or support. And we've had some parents that have used our product, and the bedwetting has abated. And they come back to us and says, oh, my gosh, you know, this is so good. You know, uh, I need to tell my doctor. And I says, well, your doctor, first of all, isn't probably going to believe it. Secondly, <laughs> we've never made a claim that it has a medical effect on the kidneys as far as bedwetting is concerned. Like so many things young children are growing up with, they may have just a simple deficiency, and the particular herbs in our formula just happen to feed that deficiency, and it self-corrects. So we tell people with the children's uh, kidney cool blend, it helps with pee problems. Okay. 
Okay, here's a question that just came in. She says, I've had kidney infections many times over my lifetime. Now, I'm a water drinker. I switched over. I became a vegetarian. I got rid of all the garbage food, and my kidneys are, are much, much healthier. It's been a while. Could I use one of these to maybe keep them healthier and maybe do some repair work? Absolutely a resounding yes to both because a lot of times kidney infections, and yes, that is a medical condition, and frankly, sometimes it requires an antibiotic because herbs alone may not get you out of the kind of crisis that the uh, antibiotics will, but you have to follow up with a strong kidney building program because a lot of times that reoccurring uh, infection may be due to nothing more than, again, a deficiency in the kidney function or the structure of the kidney that simply needs to be built up so it has all the tools and everything there to keep it healthy. Does that make sense? Very, yeah. No, no, it, it makes really good sense. And, you know, it's amazing that you could do and make so many changes by just doing tiny little tweaks. And the thing is, you're on the inside, and if you're listening to the way your body is reacting, many people are taken back because I think what happens is they think to themselves, a guilt comes in. Why didn't I do this sooner? Why didn't I think? Why didn't I read? Why didn't I study? And then they get upset. I've been suffering with this forever. What's wrong with me? I look at it this way. Better late than never. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, there's some herbs in the um, uh, kidney and bladder formula that are just so good for the urinary tract, the entire tract. Um, one is uva ursi. Uh, leaf and uva ursi um, is a native to the United States plant, um, and it helps with things clearing out. Now, you, it's really important to not, you, you know about cranberry juice for, you know, the bladder and kidneys and all that. Well, don't do cranberry juice at the same time you're doing uva ursi. They kind of cancel each other out. So just a little tip there. Now, answer this question. How does the liver and the kidneys work together? They work separately, but don't they work together? Aren't they kind of on the same team? Well, that's interesting that you bring that up, that question, because I was just getting ready to say, a lot of times the kidney problems we have, even reincurring infections, is because the liver needs to be worked on. I've seen instances where I've suggested people, after we worked on the kidneys and we got results, but not quite what we were looking for, I get them to work on the liver and boom, the kidneys completely clear up and now we're dealing with the liver. So yes, to your question, yes, there is a connection there. Now that being said, let's 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 maybe tackle this from a different angle. Let's tackle it from the angle of um, I'm trying to get my life together. I'm eating a good diet. I used to drink. I don't drink anymore. I used to eat a lot of fatty foods. I don't do that anymore. I'm taking my vitamins, my probiotics. I want to do some things that could make a difference. I know that my liver is probably not healthy. My bilirubin is maybe elevated once in a while with my blood work, and I've had some kidney and liver problems over the years. 
are there maybe just a couple products that somebody could use, you know, and, and work it into their daily routine to kind of get them started? I want them to see something. I want them to, you know, feel the difference. I want them to make a difference, but I want them to say, huh, I feel good. Uh, the two products that comes to mind when we're when we're we're approaching it from the kidney direct not kidney the liver direction is the uh, liver cleanse product liver build uh, liver build and our lymphatic cleanse. The reason I say lymphatic cleanse because the lymphatics are very much uh, have a presence inside the liver and they help to pull out the larger uh, particulate-sized toxins, waste, and things like that that can clog up the liver. So the lymphatics have to be considered in any kind of a cleanse that involves the liver, always, uh, as well as the respiratory and when you're doing an intestinal cleanse, but for the liver. And so there's that. And then the uh, liver, uh, the lively liver, uh, helps to give things that have a gentle cleansing action, but also help to rebuild the liver and and do it in such a way that a person doesn't go into a harsh, put them in the bed uh, sort of cleanse. Mm. This is okay. Here's a good question. Just came in. They love when you guys are here. It says, <laughs> "I am 75 years old. I have had some liver problems over the years. I don't drink. I stopped drinking many years ago." But I get a sensitivity in my lower back near my kidneys, and sometimes I get a sensitivity over my liver. I drink lots and lots of water. I drink lemon water and lime water, and sometimes it feels better. Probiotics make a difference. I'm thinking, as I'm listening to you here, I was walking through the room and sat down, and I'm still listening. I think I might need to try some of these. Um, I think I need a tune-up. <laughs> Think you need a tune-up? Oh, that's lovely. Yes. Now I uh, um, inadvertently forgot to mention one other product for them to take. Uh, oftentimes, before the lively liver, it might be good for them to take our intestinal cleanse product with the uh, lymphatic cleanse product. They do that for about a couple of weeks, and then continue to take the lymphatic cleanse and replace the intestinal cleanse with the lively liver product. Huh. Here's another question. I am 17 years old. I'm listening to you now. I've had kidney infections since I can remember. Am I too young to use a kidney formula? Oh, no. Oh, my gosh, yes. The, the uh, uh, kidney and bladder formula can really, really help bring things into balance better. Um, what else might be supported for some Believe of that? Young? not probiotics. Um, a lot of times... Uh, they're cycling something in their system, and the digestive system uh, comes into play. So the kidneys can be affected by the digestive system. So to get probiotics in there, and even some prebiotics, that oftentimes has a cascading effect that benefits the kidneys in rebuilding itself and taking pressure off the kidneys. Mm. Okay, here she she just chimed right back in and she said, I've been on so many antibiotics over the years for kidney infections that I don't even think I have any good bacteria left. I keep eating a little bit of yogurt every day, but I know you're going to tell me that a probiotic is is really essential. Yes, it is. Yes, exactly. Uh, That's why I went some 
normally, most of the time when I have people have this, this reoccurring infection in their urinary tract and in the kidneys, almost always yeah, I've got to look at, I've got to pull away from that and go to their digestive because reoccurring tells me they've been on cycle after cycle after cycle of antibiotics. And by the way, if they end up on an antibiotic that's sulfa-based, then you have to look at keeping uh, rebuilding the liver because sulfa-based antibiotics are really hard on the liver. So there's a formula in the children's line, but it can be used by all ages, and that's now called Gut Flora Friend. It's our Pau de Arco formula, and it really helps for people that have had that round after round of antibiotic. That is absolutely golden. How about the um, long-term of using it? Is it? Obviously, some herbs we use all the time because we get the benefit every single day. If you're working on your liver and your kidneys, are these long-term products? Um, the, gut, the gut flora, uh, children's one, is a long-term. It can be used because it works with not only getting a handle on that recycling of the, whatever, the, the problematic uh, problems within the, the gut, biome. Mm-hmm. in the biome, it helps to rebuild that biome. And then the liver build. The liver build can be used on a continuing basis. The, uh, the, uh, the intestinal glands, the lymphatic glands, like I said, two, four weeks at the max, and then you should go off of it for a while before you go back on it. Because these are stimulating herbs that also can, over time, have a very, very profound cleansing action, and we've discussed on this show before. While I am a champion of cleansing the system or certain systems of the body, I am not a champion of the purgative or the sitting the person into a perpetual crisis. Hmm. Another question just came in. It says, I use many of the formulas in the line already because I love herbs, and I'm able to use a lot more of them now because of their versatility, and I can add them to hot water and make a tea. I can use them in my smoothie, and they taste good. That being said, if I'm already using products in the line, is there anything I have to go off of to add in products for the liver and the kidneys, which I know I need because I was very bad when I was young? I think the thing that needs to be looked at with this person is, are there, is their energy up? Are they getting good night's sleep? Have they included the iodine in their regime? Because iodine is, is like the anchor, uh, essential nutrient to everything we talk about in all of this. Um, and I'm not saying that uh, looking at iodine being a panacea or a cure-all. I'm saying that based on the basis of evolutionary science. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. in the basis of everything. It's the anchor of our development, evolutionary-wise. So if, if there's a, a, a positive yes to all these points, uh, keep doing what you're doing. Um, and yes, cycle between the different products like you've been doing. That's a very, very healthy thing. In Chinese uh, tradition regarding nutrition and even their traditional Chinese medicine, they do not recommend taking the same thing. All, you know, uh, month in, month out, year in, year out. And in fact, they say that uh, one of the things they say is in a day's food, when you're eating food, you should have like a dozen different foods and at least four or five different colors in your food 
every single day to maintain balance and, and stamina and energy. Because here's why. The body creates buffering agents that diminish the that 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 frontline impact of the things we take. And yes, it does the same things with herbs. That's a natural defense in the body to keep things in balance. So work with the buffering system by changing things around a bit, shift things. Mm. You know, when I when I think about the the benefits of using herbs, you know, we have to really take a step back for a second, sit back and, and kind of think about things. For many, many years, all we had was herbs in this country. I mean, we went to nature. We used flowers and leaves and twigs and stems and roots and tubers and barks and different things. And the medicine that was used way back then before pharmacies and pharmaceutical companies were herbal remedies. You know, so we're kind of going back to our roots a little bit, but we're going back with things that have been developed and enhanced and with more science have become more potent and more effective. But we are kind of returning to our roots, where we came from. Well, there's another thing, too, that we're doing. That old herbalism, say, of the colonial pioneer era, was much more geared towards having to handle the fevers, having to handle the constipation, having to handle the uh, uh, bladder problems. And the reason all that was happening was the diets were so limited. High meat, high, high fat. Um, there was not a lot of vegetables in the, 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 the average diet. Lots of uh, uh, baked goods and grains, but very, very little fiber, very little, uh, aside from a few fruits, very little vegetables. And so the herbalism of the times was very, very cleansing, purgative, uh, diuretic. It was geared to the problems of that day. Now, today, one of the positives we have that our forebearers did not have is we have far greater variety of food, far better access to food as long as it's not overly processed or highly refined, which has been the problem of modern diet. So as a result, our herbalism, particularly here in the Western Hemisphere in America, also shifted from that highly cleansing, trying to bring fevers down through the process of diuresis or working with whatever. It has shifted more to becoming micronutrient-based and looking to build the various weakened body systems from our highly refined diet, the environmental incursions that we're experiencing, background radiation, uh, 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 heavy metal poisoning. So our whole uh, uh, event, our whole living event today has shifted and is very different from what it was 150, 200, 300 years ago. Does that make sense? It does. It makes good sense. You know, I think what we have to do is we have to realize today that once we get in the state of mind of putting our health into a priority position, our own personal health, and we decide that we're going to start doing things for us, we can't just zone in on one specific area of the body that may be a problem because that area of the body may be a problem because of something else that's underlying that we don't know about. So I tell people, you know, go in for a checkup, get your blood work done every year. You know, you don't have to live at the doctor's office, but, I mean, that gives you a foundation of where to start. 
And then above that, listen to your body. Our bodies do talk to us. And then stand back and take a look at the things you're doing every day and ask yourself, is the food I'm eating good for me? Am I getting enough rest? Am I drinking enough water? Am I doing the good things I need to do for myself? I mean, be honest with yourself. I mean, there's no one else in there but you. I mean, because sometimes we don't want to be honest with how unhealthy we're treating ourselves. And if you're not doing really good things, that's where you have to start. I mean, but we have to listen to our bodies. They're wonderful machines that do talk, actually yell at us when they want help. Well, an interesting thing, and I teach this in seminars. I teach this even to people I consult with. Uh, as well as students, is that like there is cycles to the day, you have four major uh, aspects to the day, morning, uh, uh, um, afternoon, evening, and night. It's the same in the year, uh, spring, summer, fall, and winter. Our life cycle is the same way. You know, we have youth, we have adulthood, we have uh, seniority, and then being elderly. And all of these have specific requirements for sustaining what they are. Young people have a different dietary need and even herbs need than, say, when you get into your 60s and 70s. That It changes. So that question of, am I eating the right food that you mentioned? Am I taking the right herbs? Am I doing the right kinds of activity? Folks, they change. Your hormones change. And guys, I'm sorry, but quit trying to keep your testosterone levels through the ceiling because you want to be young and virile and all that kind of stuff because you'll meet an early death by doing so and not working with the body. And, 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 and so quit trying to stress your system, especially your cardiovascular system. And, you know, relax, move with it, enjoy life, learn what's required at that point in life. And, yes, our activities even change. And so you learn to cherish things. So, you know, I, I think that needs to be a part of a discussion like this. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I'm glad that you do have, you know, products for the kidneys and the liver because I, I think a lot of people are still learning, you know, what these organs actually do. And, I mean, the liver does hundreds of different functions every day. And you wonder sometimes how unhealthy it may be, how many of those things it has to put on the back burner that maybe it's not strong enough or capable to do because of the fact that it's not in good health and what gets missed and what doesn't get done. And what gets put on a to-do list where it could actually be doing these functions and getting things done in the body. And you think to yourself, what's not happening? I, I don't know because I haven't taken care of my liver. Well, you know, we talk a lot about enzymes, especially in the digestive system. However, this surprises a lot of people. The liver contains the highest number of enzymatic actions. It has thousands upon thousands of enzymes most that we have not even discovered yet, but they're there because we see their effect. Those enzymes, all enzyme actions, work on the basis of a cascading event. That means that one enzyme makes something happen, it clicks over to the next enzyme, clicks over to the next enzyme, clicks over to the next enzyme action. It's like the alphabet, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. <laughs> Take out D, and you go A, B, C, E, 
that taken out the D, you just really mucked up the English language, and you caused something to jump. So when an enzyme has to skip a step, then it goes off kilter, and it can actually create all kinds of byproducts, endotoxins, and things like that. That's the importance of building, not only keeping the, the, the liver clean, you've got to make sure it's getting all the nutrients and building blocks to feed those enzymes and those enzyme systems. That's why the liver is called the manufacturing center of the body. It is the cleansing of... Let me ask you one more question um, before we run out of time here real quick. Let's say you're doing a cleansing program. You're fasting, you're cleansing, you're trying to clean out the body. Is that a good time to add in the liver and the kidney? I'm thinking to myself, you know, why not do this at the same time? You might be a little bit more effective and then continue with it after. What do you think? Ah, well, you just said the formula that I use, you know. You know, it's it's like an ABC. you got an activating. You want to get the system activated. you got to building and you got a cleansing well here's the thing before you cleanse you got to activate because it's not a good thing to cleanse a body on an empty battery so you activate and some people think well what about building no you get the system activated then you cleanse and as you're cleansing and that, you know once the cleansing is taking place you got to build because you got to refill the battery and that's what the the building does so it, 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 it's kind of that kind of a paradigm. You're absolutely correct. You've got to do it all. Well, I I thought this was fun. I mean, you know, it's nice that we can talk about the products, but we can also talk about the whole big picture, you know, and a lot of it is intertwined. So anything you guys want to say in closing? Um, we, I'm really glad that Barge suggested that we uh, do this subject because it's so vitally important to mm -hmm. the foundation of our health. Mm -hmm. Both these major organ and systems of our bodies are incredibly important for helping us build balance. I, I, I would also like to add to the listeners here, uh, do go in to stay healthy and converse with the uh, staff there as the, that are over the herbs. They know what the, they're talking about. They, they, uh, people like Marge, they know our product line very, very well and have spent a lot of time studying and even using the products. Yes, folks, the people that stay healthy even use our product, so they know by personal experience. I think that's an important point uh, to also make. And we've just introduced that great new formula with Chanka Piedra that is kidney clear. That's going to be wonderful. You guys have a great day. Be well, stay healthy, and hopefully our paths will cross in person soon. Yeah. Absolutely. In the meantime, stay safe. Be well, guys. Have a great day. All right. Thank you. My guests today, the Robinsons, Carl and Joan Robinson. They are the formulators and the founders of Cedar Bear Naturals, liquid tink track herbal tinctures. And yes, they taste incredible. They have a full line of individual um, individual herbs that are put together in great formulations. And remember, they're made with glycerin, not with alcohol. That's a great thing. That's one reason they taste great. The second thing is they have blended formulas that are there for you, so you don't have to worry about trying to figure out what works with what and all of that. And on top of that, just really consistent, transparent formulations 
uh, from, you know, these guys that have been doing this for well over four decades. They've been around forever. And Carl has been very active in the natural products industry. So good stuff from Cedar Bear Naturals. Pick up your products at Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Stay Healthy is your one-stop, full-service location for everything health and nutrition. In their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley, they are Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer. They are a full-service store, fully packed with only the best of the best products in every department, in every category. Stay Healthy has the most knowledgeable staff. They've got the best, most comfortable customer service. When you walk in, you're greeted, your questions are answered, you have a dialogue, you're able to really get the answers you're looking for and choose correctly and kind of fine-tune your health journey to make sure you're heading in the right direction. That's what they're all about. They are continuously studying and learning and getting updated so that they are on top of all the relevant changes as they relate to us and our good health. Oh, you could have a conversation about something that's been around for 50 years. And they'll talk to you about the history of that nutrient. But most of us want to know what it works today, what it does today, and what how we can benefit from it today. And they have that information as well. Check out all the great products at Stay Healthy Health Food Store. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town & Country Center. They're on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston next to Smith's. Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Call them at 877-2494, 877-2494. They can arrange curbside service for you. They can prepare your order, have it all ready. When you get there, you can swoop in and swoop out and be on your way. They also have mail order services available. All of that, 877-2494. Don't forget to go to their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Enter your email address and be part of their newsletter, newsletter group and their information group, part of their you know um, specialty information service. So every month you'll start getting information from the store, up-to-date relevant information. Isn't that what we're all in search of? I think so. It keeps you on top of what's going on, any changes in the industry. Also, listen to any of the radio show podcasts. They're all on demand at their webpage. And print a coupon to use on your next visit to the store. Their webpage is stayhealthylasvegas.com. Don't forget when you're there to uh, fill out a slip for their basket of the month drawing. Uh, I think this month is Garden of Life. Uh, and then enter for that. Have a great day, everyone. Do something awesome just for you. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Remember to tune in Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 a.m. for the most up-to-date, relevant information on your health with the best guest in the industry, helping all of us to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. For your convenience, podcasts of the show are now available at my website, drjeffreyburke.com. Simply click on the archive icon to make available on-demand podcast downloads. Make sure to visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store for all your nutrition needs. Stay Healthy provides reliable, responsible, relevant service every single day. I look forward to talking with all of you soon.